Watch, wait, I am doing it, guys. Now, this is episode one of the Grace and X podcast with your host, Deontay Kyle. Pretty sure you guys follow me on TikTok. We've been talking about this for a while, but this is it, guys. I'm here. I'm doing it. I'm excited. First podcast was about an hour long, but it got erased because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing yet. And that's fine. I mean, shit, it is what it is. But, uh, you know, we back. So this is the morning of. I'm going to drop it the same day. I'm suspended from going live right now. So, um, you know, when I can go live, that's when I post it. And then we can all, you know, that way y'all will be hip. Y'all will be in the loop. Y'all can get off and. Go check it out. Y'all can listen to it tomorrow morning. It'll be there. It'll be available. But, yeah. Uh, so, just a couple things. The reason why it's called Grits and Eggs is because that is the first thing I ever learned how to cook. And when my folks split up, I lived with my dad for two years. And my dad either made Grits and Eggs, and that's breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or he made spaghetti. Um, So, whenever he was away... I knew for sure I could whip me up some grease and eggs. When I'm at my mama's house, I know for sure I could whip me up some grease and eggs. So that's what sustained me. That's what kind of like, that's the first meal that made me responsible or I could really take care of myself off of that and that alone. Can't eat it too much nowadays, though, because if I eat a bowl of grits, my ass finna go to bed. It's <laughs> fucking no, 32-year-old body can't break that shit down like it used to, but it is what it is. So, that's the reason for the name. So, I'm going to set up an email. It's going to be gritsandeggspod at gmail.com. Um, if y'all ever have any questions, um, y'all need some advice. I know I'm a pretty wise guy, you feel me? So, uh you need some advice, you got questions, or you just, you know, got an experience you want to get off your chest. Tag, leave your uh, tag, or you can do it anonymously uh, and email me at gritsandeggspod at gmail.com. That's G-R-I-T-S-N-E-G-G-S-P-O-D at gmail.com. Um, so, if y'all saw the video yesterday where my truck broke down, yeah. It was worse. It wasn't just like a coolant leak or a radiator leak. It blew a head gasket. And more than likely, the engine is going to have to be repaired. And it kind of pissed me off because this is the thing. The guy that I'm working for, or was working for, because I pretty much quit yesterday. Um, I already got like a job lined up with Penske, um, but that's going to take some time. And I'm going to keep putting my application out there just because that's what you do. So I'll be fine. Have no fear. The bag is near. Um, The thing that pissed me off, though, is because when I first started working for him, he was telling me, oh, we need to get some PMs done. And PMs is just preventative maintenance, you know, things you do for the to expand the life of the truck and the engine life. So he was like, yeah, uh, we need to do some PMs. But he kept putting the shit off. Then... Last week on Friday, I was going to be off, so but I had a late run Thursday night and I was going to be back home 
Thursday night, Friday morning, sometime around that. And he was like, I need you to schedule a PM because there's a mechanic that live not too far from my house. And I was like, all right, bet. Scheduled it 10 o'clock Friday morning. I let him know everything was good. Thursday night, he said, all right, we're going to have to hold off on it. Okay. Then he called me on Saturday and said, on second thought, I think we should do those PMs. And I was like, fuck no. I'm off today. This is my off day. I'm doing my family. I said, we can do this Monday. So then, now, mind you, Monday rolls around. He says, I want you to go pick up this load an hour away and then drive the hour back and get the PMs done and then go to Atlanta to deliver the load. Now, common sense would tell you, just go ahead and get up there at 7 o'clock when the mechanic open and get the PM done because they <clears throat> they do do some walk-ins if you don't schedule it. And usually it's like first come, first serve. It ain't no real big deal. You'll be in, if, if it ain't nobody in front of you, you can get in, you can pull right in. And normally on Monday mornings, a lot of people don't do shit like that, you know? So instead of him using common sense, he wanted me to go out wait. So I get close to like where I'm supposed to pick the load up from and the damn truck starts smoking. And I called him and I said, man, I don't feel comfortable with this. It's some white smoke coming from underneath the truck. I can't tell where it's coming from, but it smell like coolant because I could smell it. And I didn't smell all these different fluids a thousand times. So I know exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm like, it's a thin white smoke. So it must be a coolant leak. But the, the coolant temperature isn't rising. And it doesn't look like the in, anything is overheating. None, all the gauges is still regular. So he like, well, uh, if you don't want to get, if you don't want to do it, if you don't feel comfortable, I'll just have to come get the truck. He like a condescending fuck like that. He, but he lived in Cartersville, which is like two hours away. He like, I just have to come get the truck and do it myself. And I said, all right, bro, if you want me to do it, I'll do it. But this is what I'm thinking. And this is common sense. And this is for anybody that got some type of fucking common sense. If your truck is smoking. That means that the, that something is going on internally and needs to be fixed. And since there is a problem, it's going to make the engine work harder. Now, if there is no weight on the truck, there's nothing in the trailer and it's empty and it's working hard. How much harder is it going to work when you load 40,000 pounds worth of product in it? I go, I get it picked up, I get loaded. I make it two and a half miles away from where I get loaded and then, then the truck goes to shit. Dumped all the coolant, smoking up on the highway. I had to pull over to the side of the highway. Luckily, where I was pulled over at, it was like a, a old abandoned church and they had it where you could just pull right in. It was a big, big enough parking lot where I wasn't directly on the street. But yeah, mechanic took all day to come out there. I, I broke down at I would say 10 o'clock, 10.30 in the morning. Uh, he didn't get out there till 7 at night. And then after he fixed it, he was like, yeah, this is fucked. Like, you're going to have to get it hauled. The fucking uh, tow guy didn't get out there till fucking 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock, something like that. I didn't get home last night till like 1, 1, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock. And I basically told him, like, yeah, you know, you you kept putting it off, and I just don't feel secure in this job. I don't feel secure in this position, especially now the truck broke down, 
and you just kept bullshitting about it. So I'm just going to try to find me another job. Um, appreciate you for the opportunity and everything. He was like, well, you know, I could rent a truck and we can keep, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Cause he's just like, he's this fucking asshole, bro. And he's like a goalpost mover. Like he say one thing, he do another. I was just over that shit. And honestly, yesterday when I woke up yesterday, I was like, why in the fuck am I even at this job? I just need to find me another gig. And I've been bouncing around a lot. For like the last few months, just because when I went to go help my buddies out and they trucking business, they didn't know what the fuck they was doing. They was bleeding money. Hardly wanted to listen to me. So, but I've been taking risks, man. It ain't no big deal. Taking risks. I'm figuring stuff out. I'm still comfortable. I still got money. Um, So I'm just going through it. But I think the next spot that I get, as far as like going for a career... I'm just going to post up and find me something that I can be at for the long haul. Something like some insurance, 401k. I can start thinking about getting a life insurance plan, all that type shit. Because, you know, I'm getting older, bro. You know, I saw the inner workings of the trucking industry. And honestly, if you're not going to own your own truck and drive it, it ain't no way to make that shit happen. The way everything is so expensive now. And then... Ever since COVID happened, everything on back order and shit like that. So it take weeks for parts to get to you. It's it's a lot of bullshit. Um, and it you know it just feels like effectively the bigger companies are putting the squeeze on the smaller companies, and a lot of smaller companies are going out of business. So now is not the best time for owner operators. And I know y'all don't give a fuck about this, but I just had to get it on my off my chest because it was pissing me off. Um, thank you for tuning in and keep your expectations low. I don't know what I'm doing. Only thing I'm doing right now is just using my voice. I'll figure out the direction. Uh, I'll figure out, you know, I'll get this thing better put together. I had some fucking notes, but man, that shit is all old and burnt out. I don't want to talk about job and rent. What I do see is that uh, Sierra had wore a very sexy dress, and that that middle-aged woman has a nice body. <laughs> God damn, she got a nice-ass body, bruh. Hell yeah, she should be showing that motherfucker off. Come on, good night. That motherfucker have a banging body. I know Russell, and you know what, bro? This is the thing about dudes. Dudes is like it's always it's always the people that's not involved. It's always the niggas that's on the bench talking about how nigga playing the game. It's always the motherfuckers outside the club judging the people that can get in. Niggas, oh, this is a she's she she's been faking the funk. Oh, she's bro. Whatever these people decide to do with their life, that day motherfucking business, bro. Russell was with her, so he evidently ain't had no problem with it. But this is my thing, bro. It's just not... You got to expect the backlash when you be Bible thumping, though. When you're doing all that Bible thumping and talking about all this and that, you know, these folks is more conservative than anything. But I don't give a fuck. You know, my old lady want to go out, show her ass off, and show her titties. You know, we secure. If I'm secure in a relationship, I mean, they celebrities. Now... I don't think no bitch that work at motherfucking Waffle House need to be doing that. But at the same time, she deserved to be just as sexual. I just don't see what the time or the place for you to be doing that is unless you're a stripper or 
you know, some shit like that. But, you know, these folks on the red carpet, they had a, a after party, whole after party thing was about nudity and shit like that. These folks just getting in where they fit in and y'all need to stop being so invested in what celebrities do. But that motherfucking body was nice. I don't give a fuck, man. But nigga be lame in hell. My wife would never. Nigga, you don't have a wife. You don't have any prospects. <laughs> Nobody wants to marry you. <laughs> the only woman that loves you is your mother. But the thing is, it's like, it's always that. It's always these niggas that's like, oh, like, you sit at the computer all day and whack off to naked women, to porn stars. You get on OnlyFans and y'all lining these women's pockets. But when it comes to publicly, now it's this big deal. Like, oh, something should be only reserved for your husband's eyes and all this. Like, bro, ain't nobody that seen them pictures finna go fuck Sierra. And while we sitting here talking about all this shit about Sierra, can we talk about Russell Wilson? This fuck nigga get paid all the goddamn money to go to the Denver Broncos and stinking up the place. I think that motherfucker won three games this year. Losing all them goddamn games and then want to get on Twitter. Jesus is king. Nigga, talk to Jesus about this fucking football team, nigga. Fuck all that shit. I don't want to hear nothing about no none of that, nigga. Talk to Jesus about throwing the goddamn touchdown, nigga. Fuck you talking about, nigga. Oh, Jerry Carroll and that nigga, man. Look, man, I don't like that shit. Don't get the goddamn trying to involve Jesus in your badass plan, nigga. These folk finna goddamn let you go. White boy was bucking on his ass on the sideline. All type of shit. These one nigga want to talk about Sierra, nigga. Let's talk about this sorry-ass quarterback. <laughs> and then, you know, niggas just keep Future cocking their mouth like, oh, oh, I know Future back hitting it. Like, bro, come on, bro. If, even if he was, what the fuck that got to do with you? Y'all niggas in the went past pocket watching and y'all cock watching like y'all cock clockers. This is insanity, bro. Let these folk do what they gonna do, bro. Let these folk live their motherfucking lives. I mean, they whole life is a spectacle anyway, and it's for you to talk about. It's for you to comment on. So I get that it's working, whatever they doing, and that's the system. That's how this shit go. I mean, even me sitting here talk about it is that's what it's for. It's for us to goddamn talk about. Um, it's entertainment. It's for us to goddamn gossip and make their business our business so we can ignore the real business. And you know how that shit go, man. But at the same time, it's like, nigga be so fucking lame, bro. That shit is so lame, bro. Oh, some things. If I had a wife. If, nigga. If. If. Nigga, if, nigga. Fuck you talking about, nigga. You don't have a wife. And you don't have that bitch that want to bury you, man. Shut the fuck up, man. Damn, I could see if it was a whole bunch of married-ass niggas. And they was... But see, you know what? The thing about married niggas like myself and like others, we don't give a fuck. Couldn't give a fuck. Even if I wanted to. I don't. Fuck, fuck do that have to do with me? It's always... The, see, this be my thing, bro. It's like... Motherfuckers be quick to call women whores and bitches, but you love whores and bitches, bro. You love them. How is women making millions of dollars off OnlyFans if you don't like whores, nigga? 
Maybe that's the wrong thing to call them. I don't know. They sex workers. It is what it is. I respect it. If you could pop, if you could pop your pussy open and make it a million dollars, I say, I say, go fuck it, go for it. If I was a girl, y'all would see this coochie. <laughs> Hustler style, nigga. I'd be on the internet spreading my shit open. I wouldn't be sucking dick on the internet. That's crazy. <laughs> Not on Twitter. You ain't gonna see the gawk gawk on Twitter. You gonna have to pay for that. But I'd be on that same shit. I'd find me one loyal dick, nigga. And, hey, you, me and you, we doing the videos together, brother. We're going to create a brand. Me, you, and your dick. <laughs> That's what my OnlyFans going to be called. <laughs> me, you, and your penis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you ever heard of Marley and me? Pussy and me. Dick and me. <laughs> I respect it, girl. Girls got the cheat code. I be selling feet pics. All that shit. I be at the crib. I have on all the goddamn drip. I, I be having that shit, and niggas would be calling me bitches and whores, and I wouldn't let none of them fuck. <laughs> only, only the niggas that respect it. Nigga, you come over this bitch, I'll break you off 10%, nigga. Fuck you talking about. But, yeah, bro, I don't, you know, I just don't understand what the big old whoop is like, bro. You know what? That is what it is, though. It's because these girls getting a bag and these niggas at home poor. These niggas is broke. And there ain't no cheat code for them. They can't go slanging that dick. I don't want to see you jacking off, nigga. They don't want to see you fucking no hoe. They want to see the hoe. They, like, the girl is the the girl is the gold. That's the golden goose. Everybody turned in, tuned in for the women. Nobody tuned in for no dangling, nigga. Everybody got dinglings, nigga. And then the nigga that be the most, like, this the thing, bro. I have probably as much porn as I have watched in my life. I have seen way more penises than the average woman. And imagine that me, I get coochie, bro. And I always have got coochie. Ever since I was 13, 14 years old, I was, I was the coochie man. So... This is the thing. If me, a nigga who gets coochie, still have watched a whole lot of porn, imagine the niggas that get no pussy and then be talking shit about LGBTQ folks, be talking shit about promiscuous women, be talking shit about their preferences. You done seen more dicks than them. You're a dick connoisseur. <laughs> You're a purveyor of penis. <laughs> uh, you could write the Constitution on cock. <laughs> I got a fart. Okay, this is getting off to an ignorant start. Oh, man, look. So, BET is... Uh, the Whoever the majority shareholder in BET is is selling their shares. And our good friend Tyler Perry is trying to buy them. <sighs> Tyler Perry is the Antichrist, nigga. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. That shit is going to be the Medea Athon, nigga. It's going to be Medea goes to jail. Medea goes to Mars, nigga. <laughs> Medea, <laughs> Medea starts an OnlyFans. <laughs> 
<laughs> Madea gonna have an OnlyFans. Oh yes, honey, I'm busting this pussy open for five ninety nine a month. Hello. <laughs> Coming this summer, the city of Atlanta is in trouble. Only one woman can save the city. From the creators of Alex Cross, Tyler Perry Studios presents Madea Wick. <laughs> oh, honey, they killed my dog, honey. Hello. <laughs> What a concierge at. My card ain't working. <laughs> oh, thank you, honey. Hallelujah. <laughs> I had a bop a cap in his ass. This is some, uh, you know, already know that's what the whole BT gonna be. Medea Theft Auto. <laughs> From Rockstar, Rockstar Studios. Tyler Perry Studios presents Medea Dead Redemption 2. Medea's an outlaw. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna suck, man. Um, but one thing about this band Tyler Perry, bro, they man got all the money in the world gonna put a bad wig on your ass like it ain't nobody business, bro. First 48, you come in that bitch with a temp fade, anything like that. He like, yeah, nah, we got it. We got the we got the wig for you. We got Luther Vandross wig. <laughs> So you're going to be in love with me. <laughs> Your ass better be looking crazy and fuck in the Tyler Perry production. That man finna put a bad wig on your ass like it ain't nobody business. And whoever, <clears throat> whoever, whatever tall bald head man fucked him over in his early in his life or fucked his mama over, he got it out for your ass. Because you, you tall and bald headed, you finna be the damn devil. Yeah, you ain't, you, you ain't got a fucking chance in the world to be an upstanding... Uh, Nigga and none of his movie. Your ass gonna be the goddamn devil. He got it out for you niggas. Now, a nigga like me, I might be up, I might be good. I might get a roll. I might get a good roll. Cause he 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 liked the motherfucking um he liked the light skinned nigga, especially if he could throw a damn braided wig on their ass. Fucking nigga, fuck nigga texting me, man. Um, yeah, yeah. He throw a braided wig on your ass, boy. He good to go. He ain't got no quarrels. That boy Shamar Moore working at a damn steel factory. <laughs> In 2000, the year 2004, this nigga was making a, doing steel like it was the Industrial Revolution. This nigga sucks at writing scripts, man. That shit is so traumatic. If one thing about it, bro, he gonna fuck all the women gonna have the most traumatic shit happening to them. Mikey Ely throwing folk children out the motherfucking three-story building. Then even in the movie Temptation. Then nigga he, he you know, shot had married a little squirrel, the smallette girl, married the squirrel. Run into a tall, dark skinned nigga with the bread. Go on a private jet. She decided to bust that pussy off because he was trying to do more than missionary. Okay. How Tyler feel about that? Full blown AIDS. Gay <laughs> that bitch AIDS, man. And then on top of that, the place where she gotta fill her prescription, 
That's her husband shit, man. It, that nigga fucked up. Then he got them wipe your hard drive real quick. And see, he he got the Christian market down pat because I he could put the most traumatic shit ever on film. As long as he just followed it up with some Father, can you hear me? We need you every day. Niggas like, Oof. yes, Jesus, yes, Lord. They done forgot all about the fact that motherfucking Jenny Jackson's husband uh, over there bending over pro male prostitutes and shit. And, 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 and bald head nigga over here talking bad about Big Shirley. Why did I get married? Hey, bruh, this man, this man ain't shit, bro. Fuck that nigga the Antichrist, bro. I don't give a fuck what no, 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 nobody got to say about it. How much you like Tyler Perry? That fuck nigga sell nothing but trauma. And then, and then try to smooth it over with some gospel music. And gonna put you in a fool ass wig. That nigga like the king of he's like the he is the apex of Tubi directors, nigga. That man shit should have never been made it past the fucking DVD man. But because he's selling trauma and he's selling black trauma and he's selling stereotypes, that motherfucker a billionaire. Talk about selling out, man. That fuck nigga, man. If him, DJ Khaled, and Ludacris between them, and watch, if he get the goddamn thing, all he gonna need is DJ Khaled in the background motivating him. You were smart. You a genius. Tyler Perry gonna tell him the script. Oh, yeah, uh, I just wrote a movie about uh, an 11 year old genius. Uh, she was first in her class, first in the state, top 5% in the country in mathematics. They wanna accept her in the Princeton. Okay, okay. Tell me more. You intelligent. I like where you're going. God did. Okay, but here's the kicker. When she meets her her professor, he rapes her. Nigga, what? <laughs> Cue the music. Father, can you hear me? <laughs> Fuck, nigga, man. I swear to God, bro. All right, I just wrote another movie. Uh, another one, another one. Young man is a swimming prodigy. No, there's not a lot of black people in the swimming field. He's a prodigy, faster world record than Michael Phelps. First time at the Olympics this year, and he's also a diver. But he's really known for his swimming ability. Okay, okay. So he goes to the diving event at the Olympics, 18 years old. Slips and paralyzed them from the neck down. Nigga, well, father, can you hear me? <laughs> but it's okay. We got him a waterproof wig. <laughs> Fuck Tyler Perry, nigga. Unless he hear this shit and give me a job. <laughs> I'd love to work for you. <laughs> i love to save, bitch. i love to be the captain of save a of your films. I'm light-skinned. I'll put on a wig, bro. Ain't no big deal. Give me 500,000. I'll even sing the gospel music, nigga. Fuck you talking about. <laughs> Atlanta and the Boondocks was right about this nigga, man. Only people that like that motherfucker gotta be above the age of 45 and been in church their whole fucking life. Because ain't no way you can just endure all this traumatic ass shit. Had Taraji P. Henson on a damn sailboat to catch up with the yacht. <laughs> Be having black people looking bad as fuck. <laughs> oh, if you a nigga boy, he gonna make you look bad, boy. 
But yeah, man. All right, I, I can't keep up with the ignorant shit all day, man. Um, uh, I had literally just got a phone call. Um, the wrecker that the guy that came in and towed the truck, I rode with him. We just started talking. You know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a good guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm an, I'm an easy I'm an easy going fella. You dig? So we just sitting here chatting. He like, man, I hate this happened, but um. This company I work for, they do local work um, if you need, like, a little part-time job until you find something permanent. And I was like, yeah, hit me up. And, you know, niggas always be chatting and shit. They, you know, they they say they'll do it, but the nigga literally just called me and told me, um, you can come today. But I told him I can't do it today because I don't like doing same-day shit. Uh, usually when it's like that, it'd be a little reckless. Or it's just like, you know, I get that they, they need it, they in demand, but I like to style niggas out. So I told him I could uh, go out there and start tomorrow. So just, I only had really literally two, so there'd be a number two, but two days off. But I already found me another job. Because God did. God did. I'm telling y'all that bag gonna find me, bro. I'm sitting here talking about getting a long-term job uh, where, where I could retire, nigga. I might end up being a fucking full-time podcaster, nigga. I ain't too good at this shit yet. But I'm going to get good at this shit. Because one thing for sure about me, when I got down and start doing something, I want to see that shit through. And plus, like, TikTok keeps suppressing niggas, so I'm going to have to find some more creative ways. I'm going to make a backup page and everything. And on top of that, too, make sure y'all motherfucking, I'm finna create the email. So make sure y'all email me. Make sure y'all fuck with the kid. Email me at gritsandeggspod at gmail.com. Tell me about your... If you need some advice, you just need to vent. I won't put your vents out there. I'll let your vents be personal. But if you're going to make me therapize you, I need some money. <laughs> you're not going to trauma dump on me. But now, nah, if you got questions about me, if you got questions uh, about, you know, who I am, how I came up and you just want to get to know me more or if you got questions about your life and you need a little advice, a little wisdom from the God, I got you. If you want to send some topics that you would like me to discuss, please do that. Um, and don't be offended if I don't cover your topic and don't be offended if I don't get to your question. Uh, everything isn't for me and I'll pick and choose accordingly. Um, by what I feel like is going to be the best fit for the pod. But please don't be shy. Send in your questions. Send in your topics. And I will surely uh, be obliged to cover them. And I will uh, address them on the pod. Eventually, we're going to have a video. We're going to do audio only for right now. But eventually, we're going to have video. And then eventually, I'm going to start streaming this thing so we can get some callers coming in live. Because more than likely, what I'm going to do is... I, I like always... like grew, I grew up without cable. <clears throat> I grew up without cable, so um, I used to watch a lot of like Seinfeld and Frasier. But more than anything, I used to watch a lot of um, nighttime television. So I'm going to figure out some segments. You know, I'm going to start creating segments that I can do. That way I have a format for the pod. Um, the questions, the Q&A will be a big part of the pod. The Q&A and advice will kind of go hand in hand. Um I do like sports, but I know that I have like a larger female audience, so I'm not really sure if y'all give a fuck about that. But I'll touch on that shit sometimes because I don't even be watching TV like that. So, um, but just sports news. So we're gonna do current events, 
you know, pop culture. I have like, you know, I'm going to start trying to create like opening monologues. I think that's just a fucking dope thing to do. Um, and then we'll cover some segments, some current event stuff. I'll, what I'll do is I'll format this thing and I'll continue to build it throughout the future. I'll continue to like always fine tune it. I always see where I can improve. So y'all bear with me. This is just episode one. And the title of this episode is going to be Tyler Perry is the Antichrist. Because that's how I feel. Um, and also, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. I'm not really sure how to end it. So this has been your host. Deontay Kyle of the Grits and Eggs podcast, episode one. Tyler Perry is the Antichrist, signing out.